Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Sam's going to go missing after the service. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 12, give me about 10 minutes, and we're going to wrap this up. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, you know where we're going, verse number 1. I can't tell you how many tears of joy I've cried over these teenagers. I just can't tell you. They were a blessing to me this summer. Uh, they brought hope to me this summer. They encouraged my heart this summer. They just were wanting to do the will of God. And uh, watching our guys around the piano uh, from 10 to 2 o'clock in the morning just sit there and sing together as a group. And watching those young men just with a desire to do something spiritually fulfilling was a blessing to me. Uh, the young people being willing to ask questions. I, I'm not going to read them, uh, but I have in my pocket or one of these pockets. Uh, I asked them to get, turn in questions, uh, things they would like to know, questions about the Bible, questions about uh, life. And uh, I was amazed at the questions they turned in. I'll just give you a general spirit uh, about some of them. What if I'm not ready to be a leader? Uh, some young people, what to do when mom and dad doesn't know what to do? Uh, how to grow your faith? How do you fight doubt? How do you forgive people? Uh, how to deal with a broken home? If you're called into ministry, what do you do next? What does it mean to be right with God? And on and on. Boy, they asked some, some amazing questions. These young people are growing up in 2023. It's a difficult and a different world. They need our prayers more than ever. And tonight, I want to give you something right quick. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, I want to show you how you can help them. All right, I want to show you how you can help them by helping yourself. So this is for everybody tonight. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, just remain seated. I'm going to read one verse. The Bible says, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. This is a very common verse. We've read it a lot. We quote it a lot for young people. And oftentimes that's where we direct the truth of verse number one is to our young people. And rightfully so because the Bible says, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. This is something that God holds them responsible to do. To remember their creator in the days of their youth. But can I tell you something tonight? If God is going to hold them responsible to remember their creator in the days of their youth, he is going to require us to make sure we show them how. I believe tonight that what our young people need more than anything is just some godly examples that show them how to do verse number one on this topic of remembering their creator. Tonight I want to give you three very quick rules to live by. I believe this is directed to our young people, but I believe tonight that God is going to require us to teach them how to do this. Uh, we can't exhort to them to remember their creator if we're not an example to them. Uh, I, listen, I'm, I'm pretty good at exhorting, aren't you? Exhorting is challenging and confronting and giving direction on the will of God. I can exhort because we can exhort with our mouth. But I believe tonight if we're going to help our young people, we can't just exhort them to remember their creator. I think we need to be an example to them to remember their creator. And there's three things I want you to see right at the very first line in verse number one tonight on some rules that they need to live by and we need to show them how. Watch what the Bible says, verse one, and the very first word. The Bible says, remember, remember. Number one tonight, I believe it's important we show them an example to live with a priority to God. It says remember. Do you know the things that you remember are things that you made a priority? 
And when the Bible says to remember now thy creator, he's telling young people, make a priority of God in your youth. Right now, when you don't have bills, you have pretty good health. Right now, you have more energy, I promise you, than you're going to have when you're 43. Right now, when you have all of that going for you, remember now thy creator. What does that mean? Make a priority of our creator. Tonight, I believe more young people would make a priority of their creator in their youth if they saw mom and dad make a priority, grandma and grandpa, aunt or uncle, or church member that sits around them making God a priority in their life. You know, you don't have to tell your kids what priorities are. All you got to do is watch. You don't have to tell them the things that are important in your life. All they're going to do is listen. I believe tonight, Ecclesiastes 12 shows us we've got to teach them these rules to live by. And the most important is to make a priority of God in their life. Can I ask you, mom and dad, real quickly, what do you take time to remember? This says, remember now thy creator. What do you take time to remember? What do you do faithfully? What do you do without fail? You know, I've read to you the story of the man who's eaten a Big Mac every day of his life for the last 30 years. I mean, hey, quite an accomplishment. Uh, but I don't know if that's what I would want beside my name is the impact that I made in this world. All right, Joey Chestnut, he could eat like 80 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Hey, I, look, kudos to the man. I mean, we're going to have hot dogs at my house here in a minute. I'll eat one and a half and I'm done. But I don't know if that's what I want to be remembered for. Oh, that mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, are just faithful church member that our young people would see that they lived with a priority to God. That's what, what mattered to them, and that's what they remembered in their life. What did Jesus say as a young man? He says, I must be about my father's business. Here he was, just a young man. He'd already made God, his father, priority of his life. Number one, live with a priority to God. Look at the next word. Remember, and then it says what? Now. Now. The second rule to live by is live with an urgency for God. The Bible says remember now. Do you know one of the common denominators of the heroes of my faith? You know what I found? I looked this afternoon. I went back and looked at the different heroes and folks that I look to in the word of God as examples that I love to live by. Do you know one thing they all had in common? They had a sense of urgency. I want you to think about John the Baptist. What was he preaching? Repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Notice there was a sense of urgency about what he was doing. It was now. This was the opportunity. Our theme last year was now. Our young people, if they are going to remember now, why don't we set the example of having an urgency for God? What is something that is urgent in your life right now? What is something that you've got to be about? Yes, we have to work, and yes, we have to pay bills, and yes, we have to send our kids to college, and all of those things. But could our young people look at our lives and say, they have an urgency for God. They are remembering now. They're not putting God off to later. Yeah, we're going to get around to that. Yeah, we're, listen, one day we're going to be faithful. One day we're going to have devotions together. No, our young people need to see an example of an urgency for God. Robert Moffat said, this, said it this way, we'll have all eternity, all eternity to celebrate our victories, but only one short hour before sunset to win them. Only one short hour before sunset to win them. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Can I ask you this? If God is requiring them to remember now, wouldn't it be wonderful if we set that example for them? Let's have an urgency for the things of God. And then finally, I told you I could get through this fast. Now, just because I did it once, don't mean I'm going to do it all the time, okay? 
See, Brother Sam encouraged me, and now I'm just running through this. You see, if you amen and smile every once in a while, I might get done quicker, all right? Remember now, now watch this, thy creator. Remember, that's priority. Now, that's urgency. And then it says, thy creator. I couldn't help but wonder why he used that name of God. Notice, capital C, official name of God. Why did he use that? Why didn't he say, remember now the Lord, remember now your Father? Why did he say, remember now thy creator? Can I tell you what I think he's trying to show young people? Don't forget your place. Don't forget your place. Number three, live with a humility before God. Live with a humility before God. Now watch this. We all know our priority, right? Our priority should be God. Our urgency should be to God. But I'll be honest with you, we can override that, can't we? I know that my priority should be to remember the Lord. I know the urgency should be right now. But we can override that and go do what we want to do anyway. What will keep us in line with the will of God for our life? Watch this. Don't forget your place. What is our place? Well, it's very simple. Remember now thy creator. Watch this. What will keep you in line? Remember I am the created, not the creator. What does that mean? That means if he is the creator and I am the created, that I am to serve him, not I am to serve myself. Remember now thy creator. Remember, he is above you. What does the Bible say? As a matter of fact, turn with me real quickly. Romans chapter 9, verse 20. Listen to what the Bible says. Romans 9, 20. Nay, but O man, who art thou? Every once in a while we ought to ask ourselves that question. Who am I? Who do I think I am? Nay, but, O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Hey, don't forget who you are. I'm just a creature. Amen? Amen? That's what the girls say about the guys anyway, right? <laughs> they're creatures. We're not sure what they are, but they're just some kind of a creature. Hey, I'm not the creator. I don't call the shot. Matter of fact, what does the Bible say in Revelation chapter 4? The Bible says, and for his pleasure was I created. I'm not created for my own pleasure. I don't get to decide what I want to do. I don't get to decide where I want to go. He is my creator. Young person, never forget your place. You are the creature. He is the creator. And all God's people said amen. But mom and dad, can I tell you, why don't we show them that? Why don't we show them that? He's the creator. He calls the shots. He determines everything. I am just a creature that was created for his pleasure. Young person, rules to live by. Rules to live by. Number three, live with a humility before God. Why is that so important? Well, I'll tell you, if you're reading the word of God, and good night, I got so many notes, we're not going to cover it all tonight. Let's just give you one more example and I'm done. Think about Saul. Samuel says, when, when you were little... In your own eyes, that's when God made you head of the tribes of Israel, Saul. When you were little, when you remembered that he was the creator and you were the created, when you were little, God used you. But then you forgot your place. Saul got so puffed up with power and authority that next thing you know, by the way, when you get puffed up with power and authority, all of a sudden you are the biggest target in the world for Satan to hit. Can I tell you something I learned years ago? Close my Bible. Years ago, my mom and dad took me to pick okra. I mean, years ago. And it was called Pick It on Halves. You ever done that? You ever picked on halves? You don't get paid. You know, that's how that works. You go pick it all and you split it, you know. And we went and picked okra and cucumbers on halves. It's not like we were picking everything that itched. 
you know, okra and, uh, and uh, cucumbers. And I can remember, I was a kid, it was Miss Jean we went and picked them with. And I'm out there picking these okra, and we got to use a knife, which was cool as a kid. So we're cutting these okra. You know what I was doing? I was picking the biggest okra I could find. I'm like, yeah, y'all picking these little wimpy okras. They're picking pinky okras. I wanted thumb okras, the big long ones. So I'm, everybody was leaving the big ones. I'm like, I'm going to have a bag of the biggest okra. And then I found out real quick there's a reason they didn't pick the big okra. It's like organic jerky. You can boil it and boil it and boil it, and it never gets soft and never gets tender. It's not very useful. The bigger it gets, the less tender it gets. The bigger it gets, the less useful it is. Could I encourage you young people, never forget your place. He's the creator. We're the creature created for his pleasure, not our pleasure. Don't become big okra. Don't become so tough that God can't use you. Mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, just Central Baptist Church. If God requires that of them, remember now thy creator. We can pound that verse and remember now thy creator. If God requires it of them, I believe we're responsible to teach it to them. And the best way to teach it is by example. What do they need? Watch. A priority to God. Remember. Don't forget God. Priority to God. Remember now an urgency to God. Let God be the urgency of your life right now. I know, look, right now, thinking about getting married, you know, you're like 12 and a half, 13, you're already thinking about it. Hey, don't worry about that, that urgency right now, I promise you, you can worry about that the rest of your life. Pay the bills with it. Remember, urgency now, thy creator, never forget your place, a humility before God. Hey, grown-ups, let's show them how to do it. Amen? I'm excited about them. I'm proud of them. They have encouraged my heart more than they will ever realize. And I think the best way we can encourage them is be an example to them. Amen. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Let's stand together. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed.